Hey everyone, this is Phil and Lola of the Capes and Lunatics podcast. You're listening to Into the Night, the the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 189, and you are with your high pressure conchu, Ray. Hello. And uh, we have a first quarter moon up in the night sky. If you have a look now, just, you know, part those curtains. And that means we are doing a conchu's relics segment. And joining me tonight is Valley Petruni, guest co-host and previous host in his own right, Josh. Johnson, Josh, welcome back. Hey, what's up? Good to be back. Yes, it's uh, it's been good. It's uh, uh, looking forward to this. This is a very different thing. Uh, Loonies, what we're doing for Conchie's Relics is something called the Moon Knight Inception. It's going to be a review of the reviews of the reviews of the reviews of the reviews. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it can go on forever. Um, but before we get into that, a big shout out to the likes of Josh, uh, awesome supporter of the show, uh, and you, the gracious Petrunis out there, you too can become one. You can become uh, a co-producer or an executive producer. Uh, Just please uh, check out the Petruni, or not Petruni, the Patreon page, uh, and all the the links are in the show notes. I'll give a little little mention at the end of the show as well. So a big thank you to Daniel, Justin, Derek, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Russell, and Anthony. So yes, Josh, Josh is here right now. In the Moon Knight studio, ITK studio, one of the Petrunis, great stuff. Um, a big shout out to The Fringe Knight by Daniel Doing. He is actually one of the Petrunis. It's an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Josh, have you ever been there in Pennsylvania? Am I, am I pronouncing it correct? Is it Erie? 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 Uh, Erie, yeah. Erie. A, a, I, Erie, yep. I thought it was eerie, but you know I didn't want to be wrong, so I, I went. I went for eerie, eerie. Uh, sorry, eerie, Pennsylvania. Go check it out. Uh, it's a self-published indie comic book. It's awesome by Daniel, uh, and all the information is in the show notes. Again, a big shout out to Hello Headphones, empowering gamers to play at their best and Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore. Now, okay, Josh, I feel like Hercules when I say "have at thee." We are. We're gonna. <laughs> We're just going to launch into this loony. So what are we going to do? Um, basically, Josh and I have sourced, or actually, we're going to source in real time. I've got them open. We're going to go through some of the, the Goodreads website reviews and, and the Amazon ones. Josh, I've actually got a few YouTube ones that we could mention. Uh, we're just going to go through some of these reviews. Josh, it was a very interesting idea that you that you brought to the table. Uh, there are some very humorous I guess reviews of books that we know, um, and maybe potentially the reviewers were less familiar with Moon Knight. But uh, yeah, yeah, tell us how, how did you come across this thing? Sorry, so like, well, first because I know usually for like this segment, you guys do like like action figure kind of reviews mm-hmm. and whatnot, and um, I only really have one action figure. It's the the, <laughs> the Marvel Legends, I think. Yes, uh, the Legends of Six Inch. Uh, one and I think you guys did it like a while ago, mm-hmm. and that's the only one that I have. Um, I have a Pop Funko too, but that doesn't—that's not an action figure to me. Um, oh, that's but, right. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. 
I think I think you guys did it too, like a long time ago. Yeah, like the, the Mister Knight one. But um, so I was like, well, what can we do that's sort of about Moon Knight merch? And then I uh, I sort of stole the idea uh, from I know it's a couple people have mentioned on here, but the um the the Weekly Planet and like Planet Broadcasting with uh the guys on that podcast uh, ah, they right. would go through and talk about the. That, like the hate mail that they would get like on like the YouTube <laughs> channel and whatnot. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and then I sort of combined the idea with that. They also do a segment where they try to guess the bad movie or the, like the good movie or what a popular movie by the one star review. And I was yeah. like, well, wouldn't that be funny to try to do that with like Moon Knight stuff, but with, like based on the reviews, mm-hmm. but really to give the reviews really give it away what it is. So if you're, well, it would just be funny just to go through and just read the bad reviews of stuff that generally the you the um the moon knight community really likes yes just because these people we don't know if they're part of the group or not or they're <laughs> real big moon knight fans or if it's just something they read and felt like yeah. like just putting their opinions out there and uh, it's, it's also just funny to me like what their people like this like what they're trying to accomplish like i guess just reviewing but it's like you you disliked it so much that you wrote 10 paragraphs about it yeah. on a site and someone else may or may not ever read it so yeah that's why i thought this would just be this would just be a bit of fun just to do and we're not like and we're not like and everyone can have their own opinion we're not saying oh this is oh, a bad yeah. opinion or whatever it's just more so of uh what did you what did you just like so much about it that you felt the need to write about it? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I know. Look, it may seem that we are you know, having a little jibe at it, and by no means do we think that we have a more superior notion or, or um, judgment of, of the books. Uh, again, everyone is entitled to their opinion. But as you say, Josh, it is interesting because... I guess we're so invested in Moon Knight and and the fans in the group and stuff that you know we we tend it seems like we tend to know these stories and the runs you know back to front. So when we look at a book and say for instance uh, Moon Knight Volume One, The Bottom by Charlie Houston and David Finch, you know generally regarded as a very good like a, a great introduction or a, um, a return to Moon Knight into Marvel Comics. It's very interesting then to hear like reviews where it doesn't seem to be as <laughs> impactful to some of the readers so uh, that that's kind of the thing that you're going for, that you were um going for right josh yeah and also just yeah just to see like people who like, aren't like big moon Knight fans like mm. what their what's their opinions of these things because again uh, everything's for everybody exactly well do you want to do you want to launch us off then i mean there are loonies there are plenty out there so we're, we're just going to have to just go through some of them um unless of course we want a five-hour show <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah um, we could, this could be the whole uh, this could, yeah this could be like that uh that uh, episode 100 that's like four hours long yeah <laughs> just by going through reviews we don't really want to do that <laughs> no no exactly and as you say i, I think it's because i was first looking at i think it's better to, it's just more fun to look at the, the the one to two star reviews that's how i kind of went went out oh it. exactly that's, that's um, right. i just clicked on the star reviews and yeah. just went from there because and, and really with like thing not so much uh like we're doing some of these from amazon obviously we're excluding the ones that are like that aren't that they're about like the quality like the physical quality of the book like yes. the, oh the cover was bad. like we're not talking about any of those no. we're talking about just like the opinion of the story itself the story yeah um, yeah and it's interesting as you say that there might be new fans or know nothing at all about moon knight it's interesting to hear so all right josh why don't you kick us off with one of yours all right so i just have the 
just my Amazon app open. I'm in the reviews. Mm-hmm. So we'll start out with the, the Moon Knight from the Dead. So that's the, the Warren Ellis run. Okay. You're gonna, right. yeah, again, generally, let's just you know lay it out there. Um, generally regarded as a very good six you know six issue trade, right? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. So I mean, I um, we we know se- this. Some runs of the of yep. Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. And the good thing about this Amazon site, you can just click, you can filter by stars. I, I love it. Oh yeah, as opposed to the the Goodreads website where you kind of just got to scroll and, and yeah, and they just kind of just pop. I think I think they're I think they're in order of like date posted. I think so. Okay, it's kind of just it's bag. I think I think on that one. But all right, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I should read the per- person's name out or if we should just. Oh, just maybe, I, don't I don't. Maybe the first. Well, they put it out there. I mean, it's there. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fuck it. They put they put it out there. So <laughs> yeah. if they're in the group, whatever, you know what? Then you get a shout out on the podcast. <laughs> All right. So this so this review is one star review from Michael Logan. It's a little bit of a long one to start. Okay. Um. So it's titled titled "Please Marvel Figure Out This Character." Excellent. Marvel, please fix Moon Knight. The stories printed here are nothing but single issue stories without any development of the character or anything to help grow the character. Each issue can be pretty, can pretty much be read individually without any background of the character. Maybe this is what Marvel wants, but looking at other characters, this is not good. Taking a look at the history of the character and what has been put out over the past ten years, it seems like Marvel is trying to figure out what to do and still cannot. So, just dissecting that paragraph real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, I sure. Do think <laughs> some of it, yeah, because it's a bit, bit, bit of a long, and, we're, and I don't need to really read everything okay, in this sure, review, sure, but sure. but just I think that's just a good summation. Like the things that he's kind of complaining about in there are things why I really like it. Absolutely, it's just yeah. individual stories. It's like I, 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 no, I can see a little bit. Maybe it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, there's not a whole lot of maybe character developing. I think it's just a lot of this is kind of what the Moon Knight does, like mm-hmm. different just Moon Knight adventures, which. Like I said, I'm an older comics guy. Is how comics used to be. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. wasn't like a, 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 a wasn't didn't have to be a thread running through each issue. It was just every issue was just a, this is what Spider Man is doing this week. Yeah, um, I, I think the point of difference as well with this, like Ellis, he really did. I mean, change the mold, in the, and and that's what is one of the defining things for me as well. Is like you know, because around that time, I mean, we're talking about the 2014 something like that um, when this come out. Uh, you know, there's a whole thing about, oh, these comics are all just kind of serialized to make a trade, you know. Uh, so everything's kind of connected really seamlessly. Ellis, he turns it on its head and he gives us nice six, like, one and dones. And I think they're great. And there is actually a tie between them all as well. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, yeah, not too sure about about that. I mean, it's a lot a lot yeah. more subtle. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, so the... The biggest thing here is that I guess this gentleman um, was just uncomfortable with these six single issues. But again, I think that's one of the defining things of this. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. There's more to this, actually, but it's it's kind of uh, comparing it to something with the darkness from Top Cow or whatever. And okay. I don't really know what that is, so I'm not really going to bring it. So I guess we no. can just... I mean, that's really the gist of what he did. He just didn't really like how it's just individual issues and whatnot. But he does say something good about the bottom comparing it, so at least you like that one. Okay, no, that's good. Well, again, <laughs> the bottom is very much like a, a continuing saga, isn't it? I mean, those, the, the, the first six issues. So, again, yeah, we're talking right. chalk and cheese. And I think he was, I think he was uh, used to that kind of storytelling. 
Um, because again, sorry, um, if I can just say Josh as well, and another big thing, if I go to the other side, All Star Superman, twelve issues. Those twelve issues can can generally be seen as as separate stories as well, um, but works brilliantly. I mean, there is a very subtle thread throughout them all. Uh, anyway, so uh, all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to the bottom. Then Josh, the Houston run. I'm going to cite something from Goodreads. This is from James. Only the first name. One star. Okay, recommended for people who like horrible comics. This is how he starts. <laughs> uh, Marvel tries to find its own Brad Meltzer in Charlie Houston and fails miserably. The book shows promise in the first five pages, making you energized about this character that is so much more than a lame Batman ripoff. Uh, unfortunately, on page six, you realize he is just a lame Batman ripoff. All the all, all the grit Does added. Be the same thing you just said. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, all the grit added doesn't make the character interesting. It just makes him tired and cliche for a character rebirth. Uh, the twist at the end for the motives of Moon Knight coming out of retirement is intriguing, but unfortunately, the boring story won't allow me to read its further exploits. On the art side, Brian Fitch is amazing as usual and makes this story at least something good to look at. Uh, so that's from James. Uh, a total cock-up of David Finch's name. <laughs> so, unless he was reading something else, and there, and there is a, an alternate version with Brian Fitch um, as an artist. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know there. Um, this just kind of astounded me, Josh, because of the very reason that, you know, as much as I kind of revere the bottom, I thought I thought it was a really cool first arc, um, but obviously not from this guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess if, if you don't really know... I guess if you haven't read Moon Knight before, well, we always do say it is a good launching off point. Mm-hmm. It can be kind of confusing if you kind of don't really know, if you don't really know anything about, for some people, I assume, if you don't really know anything else prior to that, it can be kind of a little confusing because, like, well, we just look in on this guy who's just completely fucked up. Like, yeah. It, yeah. So I, I, I could sort of get it. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, that was the ones that I screenshotted too. I oh, like how he, yeah. I like how he he recommends it, and then for people who like horrible comics, like that, like yeah. that, that that's a good attention grabbing. Oh yeah, yeah. Title there. That's a that's a good <laughs> sling as well, you know. Um, uh, but the also the other thing I found interesting is I'm just trying to find his one now. I think he wrote that. Uh, here we go, 2008. So we're talking only a couple of years after the the trade was released. Um, so it's interesting. I'm wondering if this. Like a good wine, Josh has become better with age. Uh, the bottom, uh, interesting to to note, you know how it was received shortly after, or around the time that it that it was released. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's just an interesting point. I thought. And the funny thing about doing this stuff is also, like you said, this is from twelve years ago. Like mm. I'm sure, like this guy probably doesn't even remember that he even wrote this or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Who knows? He may he may even go back and reread it and like forgot that he even. Yeah, that he even did this. So that's the one thing I will find. And, and of course, it's like who knows? He could have been like fifteen when he wrote it. Like, oh, exactly. Yeah, twelve years ago. You're exactly. right. Yeah, yeah. So that is the funny thing about this. Um, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, have you got another one there? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna do. Uh, I'll, I'll do two more short, short ones for uh, the Warren Ellis stuff, and then I'll, I'll move yeah. on to a different thing. Um, all right. So there's another one star one, which is, is always one. Uh, I always love these things where, uh, well, the, the title is quite possibly the worst graphic novel I have ever read. That's awesome. Which I always, I, I always like when people just say, oh, this is the worst thing ever, the worst thing. It's like, mm. 
there's a lot of shit in the world. I know. You, like, yeah. and, like you just like I know that's just a thing people say, but I never use it. It's just it's really annoying. But it's a big anyway, call. So. It's a big. It's a big call, isn't it? Like you, you yeah. are pretty much saying that out of all your life experience, this is rock bottom. Which is <laughs> just amazing. anyway. So, um, let's see. Quite possibly the worst graphic novel I have ever read. Okay, so that they just took the first sentence of their actual review and put it as the title. Great, the artwork was good, right? But the writing was terrible. Hang on, can we just stop? Sorry, can we just stop there? That second sentence. So it's quite possibly the worst graphic novel he's ever read, but the artwork was good. So, 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 uh, anyway, (laughs) anyways, I I guess he technically don't read artwork, but still, yeah. Oh, true, true. (laughs) And then he just finishes up saying, "An injustice to the hero known as Moon Knight." Wow. Um, Okay. Well, I'm trying to read into this gentleman here. Maybe he's a, a classic fan, potentially. You know, it seems like he knows Moon Knight. That last sentence, an injustice to the hero known as Moon Knight, seems like like you know he must know there's an injustice if he can kind of compare how the how Warren Ellis's run has treated the character. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, the Moon Knight I know is a guy who is a protector of the people of the night, wears white so people can see him coming, and has a little bit of weird mind stuff. Yes. And uh, that's all in that. So that's I don't know what he's really comparing it to. Exactly. That's all in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's strange. Um, and you had, um, another, you had another short one? Yep. And then I have another short one here. This is from Mr. Dangerous. One star, just simple, not good. I don't understand how this is getting great reviews. It was awful. What happened to Warren Ellis? Plot and characters super thin. This was not an interesting take on Moon Knight, who seems to be a hard character to give a good run on. Mm. Wow. Zing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, again, generally regarded as one of the, the, the more memorable runs. You ask people, you know, how should I be introduced to Moon Knight? People do refer to the Warren Ellis run it's it's concise it gives you a great overview of the character it doesn't bog you down with too much detail as in like I can't understand what's happening because I need to have read 200 issues before it's it Mm -hmm. it really gives you everything so yeah um yeah it gives you a little bit of like I said just gives you some ass kicking gives you some mm -hmm. of his uh like with the whole conchu sort of thing yeah it doesn't do too much with the split personalities but the they're there and Well, I guess you have the doctor kind of explaining it. You have some weird sort of uh, acid trippy kind of stuff with that sleep issue. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get a whole mixed bag of different things, you know, of all kind of stuff Moon Knight deals with. So it's like, what do you want? Like, what uh, else could you possibly want? I mean, and as well, I mean, just further to my statement before about how it's kind of connecting, what I kind of meant was that for for the fans as well, there are those nice references. Like, so what I loved about it was Warren Ellis had made sure that he referenced like older runs and stuff. So it was very um, satisfying to actually hear because I remember the the one that you were mentioning, the sleep, the one about the uh, that really trippy one. It talks about mm. uh, Peter Alrone, um, you know, the the brother of Marlene, and uh, it goes right. into that. So it's kind of like when you read it, you go, yes, yeah, that was in that was in Moon Knight issue. Was it issue twelve or thirteen with Morpheus? We we heard all mm-hmm. about this, so yeah, I like how they there were connectors to to the older run, um, which is you know, Warren Ellis could have easily have done without that, you know. Uh, also, uh, issue three with the music box, um, I think is Moon Knight thirty two or something. That was the mm-hmm. that that mock uh, the box where those punks were kind of um, uh, you know 
harassing i can't remember the town totally yeah um but they they ended up being the ghosts in that because you kind of get an after afterward of what happened to them so there's so much in here you know it's 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 funny um yeah what some people some people say um right. yeah so uh i'm just i was quickly having okay let's i was gonna look at a couple of the two stars there from warren ellis um I'm wondering if I should do that one. There's a longish one that I put in there. Uh, no, okay. I, I, I'm going to jump to. I'm just because I just want to get a nice array of different trades. I'm going to jump to the Bendis run, um, and this is from a gentleman, Chad. I'm, I'm wondering if it is the power of Chad. <laughs> I saw that. I saw it too. I was like, hmm. Yeah. I think it was like five years ago, maybe. Yeah. Before I tied the ITK group existed, yeah. so who knows? Who, who knows? Um, but Chad, <laughs> Chad gave it two stars. This is the Bendis run, and we know again it's a polarizing run. Fair enough. Um, anyway, I just thought this was a, an interesting review. Uh, so Chad opens up with really weak compared to what Doug mentioned. Bill Sienkiewicz did with the original Moon Knight. Okay, I mean, like, you know, a superhero with multiple personality disorder instead of a secret identity is a great idea until you make those other personalities superheroes as well. He used to be Moon Knight, Jake Lockley, Stephen Grant, Mark Spector, and never sure who he really was. Now he also thinks he's Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Captain America too. Just stupid in my opinion. Maybe Brian Michael Bendis writes too many titles every month for any of them to be any good. It would have been one star, but Alex Maleev's artwork seemed uh, like he was trying something new and paying homage to Bill Sienkiewicz, so I enjoyed that. It's interesting here, Josh, that it seems like the art seems to save a lot of this, a saving grace, at least. I mean, you mentioned um, quite possibly the worst graphic novel ever read, but you know, but the art was good. Um, this <laughs> one is the same. Like It seems like the, Chad was very disappointed with the story, but uh, but at least he gave the one star for one of the stars for for the artwork. Um, the funniest thing about this review is like this one just seems like a normal like this is like something like we're used to like <laughs> because that's how everyone kind of reviews like that, the Bendis stuff. So like, so that, like for the Bendis stuff, like, it would be more funny to talk about like the five star reviews. <laughs> that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely correct. Maybe we should do that. I'm going to do that real time now. Look, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to check it because you're right. I mean, I did pick this, but then. I was kind of thinking, ah, oh, hang on, but like a lot of people are polarized with this review, so uh, with this run. So I'm just clicking on to Goodreads now. Sorry, Josh, I'm, I'm taking two turns here, but I'll quickly, right. I'll get something kind of quick here. Um, a rating, oh, you can you can sort by ratings. Here we go. I'll give a, I see the five star. Can I get the five star ones? Okay, here we go. I'm just gonna pick one here. Um, so this is from Jacob. 2012, so this is around the time it came out. Great effort here. It reads very well with Bendis' trademark conversational dialogue style. Uh, there was a funny moment page scene I had to share with another member in my household. Oh, I wonder what that one was. The story doesn't end within this seven-issue collection, however. However, I can only hope the next volume will have a closure and provide a satisfying reading experience because lately a lot of the Marvel stories are, for better or worse, back to telling stories that never end. Uh, Mar- <laughs> that's funny. Marvel feels justified in taking this approach because it worked so well for Stan Lee, you know, 50 years ago. There you go. Um, well, I mean, that one, he didn't really dwell too much on why he liked the Bendis trade um, trade very well, other than the conversational dialogue style, which uh, I know a lot of loonies is a sticking point um, 
for a lot of Bendis' stuff, and not only Moon Knight. He tends to have that same kind of voicing for all the characters. Um, mm. Yeah, it's interesting that Jacob kind of liked that. Yeah, I think, you know, I think with some people, it's like they don't have, a, like, they don't over, like, dissect things. It's just like, I, if, I, if I read it and I had a good time with it, I'll give it five stars. Like, and that's just, and then they just move on to the next thing. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's, kinda... it sounded like he didn't have any issue with the big, you know, big elephant in the room being Wolverine, Captain America, Spider-Man. So I'm wondering if he is, he, he may very well be a, like a, a casual Moon Knight fan because uh, I think they're probably more receptive to someone that maybe would have followed Moon Knight, you know, from the get-go um, because that was a big sticking point as well for a lot of fans, um, those different identities. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, uh, have you got one there, Josh? All right, yep, I have one for... Um... This is for the volume one of the Jeff Lemire run. I forget what the uh, oh interesting the, uh, lunatics. I think is the is I think the name of that trade. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So this one is from is a two star review from M Duncan. This review is titled "One Flew Over the Cliché's Nest." Oh, nice one. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. All right. So he goes. Hmm. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Hero wakes up in a lunatic asylum, or he isn't sure if he's crazy. Or if he really is the Moon Knight, parentheses, make me care. Cue a lots of tiresome dream sequences and is it really happening sequences? And it all builds up to a thrill free climax. We don't really know what's going on and don't care either. As bad as the plot and characterization are, there isn't any. The dialogue is even worse. Boring, cliched, and stuff no one actually says in real life. Samples. You're a dead man, Spectre something in french so i'm yep. not gonna say that <laughs> let's rock i have some unfinished business the art is pretty good i suppose but generally isn't but it generally is in comics these days page layouts are nice and clean too i don't read comics frequently enough anymore to know if this book is overall below or above average probably average but on any other metric just terrible you know, we, we've got to thank M. Duncan here because he is coming in fresh, as he says. Like he doesn't know where he, he doesn't know where his his review will land. Like he's giving a pure, honest. He's not been tainted by any other kind of you know influence of of this book. Um, mm-hmm. But I, what I found really funny in this, Josh, is that he he kind of attacked uh, Jeff Lemire's, I guess, writing and and you know the script, and he picked just really. Ab- I don't know, really arbitrary comments, you know, for, for uh, examples of the, the dialogue. Like, you're a dead mm-hmm. man specter. I, I don't get what he's trying to... Are, is, he's saying that those are those are really cliched. Like, zut alors yeah. in French. I, I don't know if that's a cliche or not. Um, let's rock. I don't know. I have some unfinished business. I don't know. Uh, he could easily have written, hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm sure that's in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's like, but that's how comics always are. Like, do you really hmm. think, like, back in the '60s, guys were calling their their wives, "Come on, woman," or or wives would be like, hmm. "Oh, how are you, man of mine?" and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, no one, like, that, that, like comics are filled with that kind of shit. Like stuff people would never say, and so are movies. A- any kind of fiction is is made up of stuff that people don't say. You know? Yeah. So I, I, I don't get ends. Even his like his examples, it's like they're not that far fetched. No, they're not. I mean, like, okay, a hero. Stop me if you heard this one before. Hero wakes up in the lunatic asylum, where he isn't sure if he's crazy. Uh, 
I don't know. Am I am I missing something here, Josh? Like, is that is that like a cliche? Like, do you know has Batman done? That? I don't know. What, what, what's he referring to? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I might. You know, what? I'll, I'll sort of agree. I think that it can be kind of a cliche. Maybe not yeah. something. It, it's sort. I say if it's like a cliche idea, where okay. I think everyone will be like, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if this guy woke up in an asylum, like where he's supposed to be crazy, but he's not sure if he is?" So I, yeah. I I'll, I'll agree with that. But it's like. But he's saying that, oh, all this stuff is bad because it's so cliche. But it's like, you know why I like this run a lot? Because it's a guy, a hero, wakes up in a lunatic asylum. Yeah. He can be kind of crazy, but he's not really sure. Yeah. Guess what? That, to me, that's appealing. So Yeah, that that is as well. I mean, and again, I mean, I don't want to come off as like defending after what we're hearing this. But um, you look at the ideas after that as well of, of Crawley being on the raft of Anubis and stuff in the other void. I mean, those aren't, you know, those aren't uh, cliched ideas, I think. I, I think they're great. Um, so there are a lot of fresh ideas in, in the first volume. And again, sorry, I haven't read this volume in a while. I might be dipping into volume two, so I do apologise if I've um, overstepped the mark there. But, yeah, um, yeah, interesting interesting thoughts there from M. Duncan. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I'm going to do now, I might, I might, um, just because there are some really cool humdingers here, um, I'm, I'm going to just jump to, to YouTube, Josh, uh, some that I've Alrighty. kind of saved here, uh, and, um, anyway, this was a, a video on the history of Moon Knight, so it's a nice little recap, and, and for sure, a lot of people gravitated towards it because of the announcement of the Disney Plus uh, series to come out, uh. And so it got a lot of buzz. Um, anyway, anyway, I had to laugh at this. Two things, okay, these are short. Um, one is from Big Crow, almost a year ago, and this is his his response for listen, to watching the, the video. Uh, this dude sounds lamer than that sparkling vamp playing Batman. <laughs> Do you know, I have no idea who he's referring to. Do you, is, he, is he referring to... To, to Robert Pattinson. Oh, okay, right. There you go. See, I'm pretty bad on the on the uptake there. I I was trying to think of who's a sparkling vamp. Okay, okay. Robin Patterson. There you go. Anyway, uh, so that was his thoughts on Moon Knight. Uh, I guess he's not a fan. And uh, second, I thought I'd go the polar opposite of someone who was a massive fan. Apparently, uh, Black Koshinomi. Uh, this was a year ago as well. After having listened to the video, I guess I'm a rare species because I always knew who Moonlight was. <laughs> I guess being a fan of Marvel comics is rare now, so a little bit of a, a little bit of a gripe there, I guess, because um, you know I I think the video was touting how Moon Knight is generally un, um, unknown, but what I found, Josh, is well, a lot of people love to jump on and say, oh, they go straight away, oh, mm-hmm. I've been a fan since since nineteen eighty, I've been a fan since nineteen seventy five. Yeah, well, that's um, how all fan bases are. Yeah, like, they oh, are. I was around. I was around before you. I was a fan before you were even born. Yeah, I was, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. So what? Who cares? You think <laughs> yeah. I can control that? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was. I was a fan before all this was. All this was popular. You know that. That's basically the crux of it. Anyway, I, I thought that was funny because they obviously they referenced Moon Moon Knight as Moonlight. Um, so. <laughs> A uh, bit of a bit of a uh, foot in mouth there. Uh, Josh, Josh, have you got another one? Uh, 
Yeah, okay, so I have one here for, uh, I have another one for the bottom here. And great, um, great. It's a little bit of a longer one. Sure. Um, but uh, it, I guess it's sort of, not not a response, but it's sort of res- responding to all the positive reviews. So this is, this is from Sly Raider, you know, a one-star review, and their the title of their review is, What's Up With All The Five Stars? <laughs> so, after forcing myself to finish this book, the best part, was finishing the book apparently i concluded <laughs> that it is one of the worst stories i have ever read bottom line nice little pun there oh nice. uh <laughs> the only thing that came to mind when it was over was what the hell i kid you not the story was so horribly developed i was confused most of the time the main character didn't grab me either worst of all i wasn't really sure of who the antagonist was in the first place the majority of the book mark specter just a depressed wimp curled up in a dark place like a coward i understand he became a broken man yada yada but the whole time I was thinking, seriously, when is he going to stop lying down so soaking in his own depression and actually do something? I was really getting fed up with how weak he was and lost my patience fast with the book, but I forced myself nonetheless. It wasn't until the very end when he stepped up and faced Taskmaster. Some climax. Matter of fact, Taskmaster was the only thing I found interesting. However, I couldn't stand how completely out of character the writer made him at the end when he cried in fear after facing Moon Knight. It didn't fit his character at all, and I thought it was pitiful of how Houston made him look. Since this was the start of a brand new volume for the series, I thought it was the perfect place to start. Also, with the amazing artwork of David Finch, I thought, what could go wrong? Until I actually read the book and came to the realization that I was indeed wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> oh, I don't care how beautifully drawn a graphic novel is. If the story sucks, what do you have? That I, I actually agree with. Mm. Uh as far as I'm concerned, it's all about the writing. Mind you, I have never read not one comic of Moon Knight prior to this volume, but I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't have made the least bit of difference in the amount of disdain I have for this book. It oh. was the first time reading about Moon Knight and the last. Wow. I immediately sold it two days after wow. I just bought the book. Jeez, what's that, what's that tell you? <laughs> that's really struck him in the in the in the cockles there. Like, yeah. know, he really. Uh-huh. Uh, Felt compelled to just get rid of it. I'm surprised he didn't burn it. <laughs> oh, That's God. not stupid that far. Jeez. My God. Especially not with a, a Jewish character. Uh, oh, to sum it up, I wanted to blow my brains out. Just <laughs> <reading> this... <laughs> what? Far out. <laughs> my God, this is getting oh, worse. Someone should. You should call the helpline or something. This guy's in Jeez. trouble. He's complaining about Mark being depressed. Holy shit. Jeez he wants to blow his brains out from reading of this comic. All Jeez right. I got to refine myself. You got to what? <laughs> uh, I, I got to find my spot here. I got to, I got to, oh, that was too funny. To sum it up, right. I wanted to blow my brains out for just reading this hard mockery to what I'm sure is an intriguing character. Just because I hate the story does not mean I hate the character. I just want to get that straight. I'm just so flabbergasted as to why there are so many ratings of five stars for this book. I couldn't believe it. I've read hundreds of graphic novels that deserve better reviews than this. Save your money. Wow. <sighs> Mike drop. Jeez, that's, a, that's a hard one to follow up on, but geez, there's a lot of there's a lot of vigor in that. Um, as you say, Josh, I think it's more so what's triggered this gentleman is is all the five star reviews and yeah. this kind of realization that maybe his opinion might be not you know, maybe in the minority, um, but, but to come at it with such a, 
such passion. You've you've got to admire the guy. I'm sure he's a I'm sure, I'm sure he's a very passionate sports fan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It just, <laughs> just sounds that sort of dedication is is yeah remarkable. Um, uh, he sounds like one of those ones who thinks that after every loss, everyone needs the coach needs to be fired after every loss. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, it's kind of like a knee jerk reaction. I mean, yeah. to sell your copy and to consider, you know, ending it all. <laughs> it is, um, yeah, it's. It, it, I think he just can't make sense sense of the world. It's it's crazy. Yeah, um, that's a hard one to to really. You know, follow up on here, Josh. I'm going to go back to to Goodreads. Um, I'm looking at another Lemire run again, kind of looking at generally runs that we think are pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I believe this one has. Oh, I could be wrong. Actually, it's prob- I'm probably wrong. This is volume three. This is what ties it all up. You know, so um, Sarah Spice she rated it two, and she says, Jeff Lemire, please show us in the Moonlight where they hurt you. A writer who uses characters as therapy. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Really a two and a half cause... Uh, really a two and a half. She's given a two and a half. Because the the art is gorge. And again, the yeah. art art seems to save it. So, um, yeah, a lot of people... Actually, this is something, Josh. A lot of people um, aren't fans of the Lemire run because because of Lemire's tendency to be kind of melancholy and, and everything. Um, I don't know. What What do you think? Um, yeah, I guess. And I know it, it is, it is pretty wacky. Like it mm. is because of all, like, is it real? Is it all in his mind? Who knows? Um, but I mean, again, that's what, that's what makes it appealing to me. Yeah. So exactly. Um, yeah, look, sorry, Josh, if I can maybe redeem myself somehow, I'm going to go to the one cause I'm really interested. It's a volume two of the Lemire run where we get James Stokoe, Wilfred Torres, and Francesco Francavia, gorgeous art, you know. So I'm just keen to see if people like the low ratings, um, what they have to say. Um, mm. Okay, I wish I found something like yours. I mean, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, for the most part, what I'm looking at, they're they're pretty negative, but they're they're kind of still polite about it. So it's not, it's not that it's not that fun. Um, Okay. It's the insane ones that are fun. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, I'm going down to um, ratings two here. Okay, hang on. Let me just let me just try a ratings one. Sometimes a ratings one, they just give the one star and they just piss off, like they don't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, or they just do one star, worst ever, and then move on. It's like yeah. great. I'm, I'm glad you did that. Wasted your time. Like yeah. you're not giving any reason on why you don't like it. You just say it's the worst thing ever. Move on. Which I guess is very. That's very the internet. I guess. But yeah, exactly. You put your two cents <laughs> and off you go. I mean, I know I, I rate stuff as well, but you know I can't be bothered to write too much about it. So I just you know rate it and then go. Uh, here's one for Ramon. Okay, this is a one star for. The Jeff Lemire um, Reincarnations, Volume 2. So, again, we have that beautiful art that I mentioned. A lot of you loonies will know that um, and will know this kind of this middle section, which I thought was brilliant. I think it's probably the my favourite bit of uh, the Lemire run. Anyway, uh, even with some nice art, fair enough, three-quarters of this book is aimless, meandering before we get to the last chapter. I don't know if it's padding or just realising that in nine issues over... Uh, just as many months, barely anything has happened. Don't they owe us a story? Most of this should have been taken one issue at most. So there you go. Um, I don't know, Josh. Any thoughts on that for a Lemire run? Which I, I think, I mean, you can argue 
it's not it's not a conventional story, right? It's very introspective. So you're not going to mm-hmm. get like, you know, guy A goes to scene A and B. You know, you're not going to get act one, two, and three. It's not going to be as cut and, you know, it's going to be as, as yeah. formulaic as that. Um, but yeah, some people, I guess they, they don't like a different sort of story again. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I think it's just I think the I think that run could just be too wacky for some people. Some people just yeah. like things that are really just cut and dry. It's like God goes and he beats up bad guys, and that's all. Like that's all that they like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got like the that volume two that like I really like. I think if I had to pick like my favorite of like that like the trio of mm-hmm. like the trades, I think the first one's probably the most interesting to me. Um, okay. But then, like that second one with. Uh, I know it was like it was like where all the uh, personalities are kind of mixing together, um, yes. like interacting with one another. Like that's where I was like, "Oh shit!" Like that's like where I really got like, "Like this is actually really pretty awesome." Yeah. Um, in, the, in that second trade, so it's like to me, like that, like that's why I really like that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, I think it, I think it could be too wacky for people who just like stuff that's really cut and dry. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, again, a quiet taste, and everyone is is you know everyone's each to each of their own for sure. Um, all right, Josh, how about like you do one, I'll do one, and then you do one final one, yeah? Alrighty. All right. Um, all right. This is just the uh, the next one I just had open, so I'll just, this will just be my last one. Uh, this is about the um the the volume two of the the volume that follows the Warren Ellis runs this is by Brian Wood mm-hmm. um, and this is them basically complaining saying that uh, well this is obviously not written by Warren Ellis uh, <laughs> and this is from Edward Collette which um, like this run the Brian Wood, Wood run I I I think it's pretty good um, yeah I, I, I love I, yeah. I agree I don't think it's as good as the Warren Ellis run because um, mm-hmm. this one of that whole volume because like it starts out with the Warren also has six individual stories, and then Brian Wood does sort of a, a, a straight through story mm-hmm. that goes through, and then it goes back with Colin Bond to each individual stories. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this one uh, from yeah, Edward Collett, two stars, obviously not written by Warren Ellis. He said, This series did not carry the interest and appeal of Volume One. The change in writing is really apparent. I personally dislike the issue number eight in this collection, as it was done as though seen through a phone. While I commend the writer for trying to do something different, it came off really poorly. As the art and off-panel colored war ballooning were both hard to follow and really distracting. See, now I really like that issue eight. Like that's the most interesting one in that because it yeah. does something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, it's um, I can't really recall a lot of the only that um. A lot of the Greg Smallwood art uh, and those therapy sessions, um, but yeah, issue eight. Sorry, can you remind me, Josh? Uh, that's the one where it's in the 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 new World Trade Center oh. and the, the guy with the bomb. Yes. Oh, and, and and those those multiple panels showing the the activity of people, right? Yeah. So it's like so like yeah. like it first starts off. It's like someone recording like, yes. on their phone, yes. and then it's like news coverage. Um, and then like security cameras yes. and, like, and yeah. like people up top recording on their phones. So you see it from all different angles and he has like those little spider drones crawling up the wall with them yeah, that you yeah, never yeah. see again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I thought that was really cool. And, that, yeah, that's right. Like, that, that is a good, yeah, that is, that is good. Um, that's right. That's probably one of the least I've read, but I, I really do enjoy it. I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, 
Okay, Josh, I'm going to... I thought I'd do this in honour of uh, one of our Petrini's, Jack Russell Moran. We did a recent review of God in Country, Volume 3. This is from Nathan, rated at one star, okay? Um, Moon Knight's third adventure is yet another boring tale that does not develop Mark Spector. The series focuses on another idiotic villain who was recently released from prison. He's got here Black Knight. I'm sure he means Black Spectre. Uh, the, the artwork is horrible, so I'm not going to even mention it. The story is too long and drawn out, and the relationship between characters is unrealistic. Marlene knows the Black Spectre slash Knight somehow, but it never builds up to anything. Marlene is engaging in non-commitment sex with Mark simply because she's in love. Uh, she's his love interest, and there was no indication that their relationship was mended in previous issues. Black Knight Spectre wants to live straight but becomes evil simply because Moon Knight needs another villain to kill. The conclusion is very unsatisfying and is only made worse by the horrible artwork. There you go, Nathan. Um, not a fan then. Um, not a fan of Dane Whitman, Black Black Knight. But <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Black yeah. Spectre, like if you had put them by side by side, like who do you think is Black Knight? I would yeah, say yeah, for sure, Black Spectre because Black Knight. Well, I like the character. His costume only sort of screams night and very little black in his costume. Yeah, so yeah, fair I right. can understand that that's, confusion. That's true. That's true. It's the same like with um, I, you know, people make mistakes with Bushman and Bushmaster um, mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there you go. Uh, Russell will be interested to hear what your thoughts are if you want to respond to this to this nine-year-old review. Um, it was released in 2011, so uh, maybe Nathan's changed his tune. Who knows? Um, all right, uh, Josh, have you got one final one there? All right, I have a final. I have a secret one that I want to do. Okay, good. This isn't, this, this isn't about a uh, book. This is about a, an action figure. All right. Okay. Ooh, okay. So this is about the. This is actually about the the only action figure I have, which is the six inch Marvel Legends Moon Knight. It's basically a figure of the Declan Shalvey mm-hmm. uh, Moon Knight. All right. So this has been a little bit of, of an adventure here. So cool. I was just uh, scrolling through, and and really with most of the reviews for action figures, it's mostly I got it and it was broken or it's missing a piece and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, so that's generally like why of why he didn't really do any figure reviews because that's really all it is. But this one really, <laughs> it's insane. Okay. And, and it's going to be a little adventure because I'm going to go after this. I want to go through a couple other reviews that he's done. Okay. And it's just kind of, okay. So, it, so it's just, it's just a little adventure. All right. <laughs> so on the, on the six inch moon Knight Marvel legends figure, this is from clay or you give a one star review. Mm-hmm. He says, do not buy. And it should be noted that the knot is spelled like a, like a, a knot on like you're nodding like your shoe or something. Okay, okay, right. okay. All right. So do not buy. Yeah. Has nothing to do with the moon. And why does he have to be white? <laughs> this is a racist action figure. Oh, awesome. plus he's got little moons. That's dumb. Have people even read the comics? <laughs> yeah, he looks just like the Warren Ellis. Moon Knight, Declan yeah. Shalvey, Moon Knight. Yeah, and, and have you read the comics? Yeah, Crescent Darts. Uh, yeah, Little Moons. Yeah, <laughs> and of course because he's white. Even though this figure is, I would say the color ratio is about sixty forty with black and white. <laughs> well, of course, he's a racist action figure. Clearly racist. It is. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 
Oh, that's terrible. Uh, was that it? Was that the review? Yeah, that, that was his review. Oh, God. Complaining eh? that it has nothing to do with the moon. Despite yeah. Despite there being little moons in there. Yes, it has and... nothing to do with them. And, and if you look at the armor, all made up of crescent moons. Yeah. Yes, and then and then have people even read the comics? So, and then the funny thing is, I see it says five people found this helpful. So I assume well, I assume the helpful button is just like the like the like button. I guess I yes. don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess. Well, uh, you know, maybe he's got five different accounts. <laughs> I don't, who I don't knows? Know. Just you know. So when I read this, I was like, especially because it's like, of course, it's saying, oh, it's a racist action figure, and one mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the moon. Why does he have to be white? Yeah, and then, have people course, even read the comics? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So much with that with that kind of statement, I'm like, this guy has to be a troll. Yeah. So I sure. clicked on his profile here. So he has five reviews. Oh. So I'm just going to read through reviews here. Okay. Please do. All right. All right. So the first one is for a, a, a purity screen protector for Apple iPhone three pack. Five <laughs> stars. Great for the price. Works great. Scratch pretty easily, but that's why I bought three. Or why I bought the three pack. Okay. Okay. Normal review. Not yeah. insane. No, right. he's happy. He's happy well, with you... that. He's happy. Yeah. <laughs> He's happy, even though it scratches easily, he bought the three-pack, which, yep. you know, it's smart. Don't buy the one and then have to buy another one right away. Buy exactly. three, so you have two extra. Good. He's a planner. Right, He's just... a planner. <laughs> yep. All right. So this next one is for uh, smart plug, Wi-Fi outlet, mini socket work with Alexa, blah, blah. I guess it's like a socket plug into the in, – I don't know if you plug it into the wall, but it can also access, like, your Alexa and Google Home and whatnot. Okay. I don't know, something like that. Right. Five-star review. Oh. Highly recommend. Didn't realize how useful they were until I started using them. Love this device. I use it on my media server to control the power when I'm away from the house in the event of power blips. My wife, oh, he's married, good for oh. him, uses a few on various outlets in the house, house with fans, lights, etc. All controlled by the Smart Life iOS app. In- integration is fantastic. Alexa handles it from the content has all from the comfort of my own couch. Definitely buying more of these specifically. Fantastic. So, another no- normal review. Good. I'm well, glad he's yeah well, doing normal reviews. Clay, Clay is loving life at this stage. You know, he yep. he's enjoying it. Technology is working for him. He doesn't have to get out of the couch. You know, even his wife is happy. Happy wife, happy life. He's loving it. He's he's, he's enjoying it. His phone's protected. And he got extras in case. So, oh man, so yeah. life can't be any right. better. Yep. All right. So now we're going back. Okay, so now are we going to, to are, we, are we going to a dark place now? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so the one before that. Now these, uh, the first one was from 2020, and the other one from 2019. Okay. So now we're getting now back to the Moon Knight review, and that was from 2017. Mm-hmm. All right. So we already went over that one. Yep. So okay. Oh, he's bought another Marvel action figure. Oh. So this is the good. Uh, so he bought the in 2016. He reviewed. The Marvel Spider-Man six-inch Legends figure, and this is the black symbiote spider suit. Cool. So yep. he goes for black Spider-Man. All right. Oh, one-star review. Okay. Oh. Black Spider-Man isn't what he should be cracked up for being. This figure <laughs> is man. Shouldn't have purchased it because now I can't pay rent or buy my baby's food. <laughs> what? I don't know why the figure has to be black either. It's 2015. Why can't we have a me- figures that represent all the races in America, like Mexicans, women, and children? Wow. <laughs> I'm wow. glad he's clumping in women and children as races. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm so glad he's such a trailblazer with, you know, um, holding the flag for, you know, doing the the right thing for everyone. That's great. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I like how he's saying it's 2015, but he's also reviewing this in 2016. Um, <laughs> I don't believe Marvel should be making such racist characters that are painted to look like Spider-Man. The figure doesn't even look like... Oh, sorry. Yeah, the figure doesn't even look like Spider-Man either. Mm-hmm. I'm in a Marvel Legends group on Facebook, and I know my Spider-Man's for serious business. Whoa. Really? <laughs> I I highly doubt that. <laughs> uh, yeah. If he's in the Legends group, I mean, surely he'd know that Legends release past, present, you know, designs, right? Um, yeah. I, and this fixation on race, racism, um, because Spider-Man's in a black suit. I mean, surely yeah. he doesn't believe a black suit means... Well, how is it? Yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm just saying... Well, it's, how... so, it's, it's bizarre. And he yeah. also says, I was like, I don't know why the figure has to be black, it's 2015. Well, uh, I'm Black assuming Spider-Man came out in 1984, so you're 30 years too late to be complaining for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's what I'm thinking. He's he's edging towards, right? He's going. Why is it being released now? Isn't that it? Like, he's like, why isn't it being? Why is it being released now when he was like in the black suit 30 years ago? I don't. I have yeah, no I, idea. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But I think this is, and <laughs> he can't pay his rent now. Like, it's you, you, you know, for anyone that has bought these action figures, you kind of you know what you're going to get because it's a see-through cover. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah. There's no mistaking what you're going to buy when you take it off the shelf. So I don't know the sort of collusion that happened around him that forced him to buy it, and then him opening it up at home and going, "Hang on." Hang on, yeah, this is this right. is a black Spider Man. <laughs> Why did I end up with this? Why did I fork out good money? Yeah. So anyway, that's that's funny. And the, and the funny thing, he also says like, yeah, I don't believe Marvel should be making such racist characters that are painted to look like Spider. So like, I don't I don't even get what he's saying. That is a very that. strange it's... comment. So and this is why. This is why I thought maybe he was just trolling, but then that's why I went and found those other normal reviews. So I mean, granted, there's a three four year difference. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe he changes the person, but it's like I don't, I don't get it. I don't. It's I just so a, outrageous. I have a theory, Josh. Maybe maybe the smart life is not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> maybe maybe you know he tried to turn off the lights. He tried to close the garage door using his phone. It didn't work. He's having a bad day, falling down. Maybe he <laughs> couldn't see that it was a black suit of Spider-Man because his phone screen, his phone his screen protector was so messed up. It was uh, like scratched right there. So he thought he was just is, and he probably. Yeah. Blues. <laughs> yes, he probably used all of the three protectors. You know, he's gone through them. Life is not looking so rosy anymore. You know, he's entered a dark. <laughs> he's entered a dark place, and he's why not take it out on on legends figures? You know, I don't. And then the funny thing is, uh, like I said, I think the helpful button might be the like button because it has seventeen people found this helpful. Wow. So I think people are just like, uh, like they're kind of reacting how we are, and it's like I. I don't know if I don't know if like it puts like helpful reviews into like a category or something, so like people can like yeah. go back and look at them or show people. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that he's just insane. Man, is there? An, did you say there were five reviews? Wasn't there yeah, one? No, yeah. So I have one more. I have one more. Okay, um, here we go. One more, and this this, this is a short one. Um, uh, okay, uh. but maybe the most bizarre. I don't know. Okay. All right, so we have one more six-inch Marvel Legends figure. Cool, and this is the Jackal. You know the Miles Warren Interesting. clone saga, Jack. Okay, so, so he's so obviously, he goes, obviously, sorry, obviously, you must be a Spider-Man fan, then. Obviously, 
Yeah. So yeah. he's going for Moon Knight, Black Suit, and Spider Man, and then the Jackal. Very now, well. Now, should be noted, the other ones are verified purchase. This one is not. So who knows? Okay. And, but he but he did review this the same the day before uh, the day before the Black Suit and Spider Man. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So, did, so this is the first one that he did. Yep. So give a one star review and just uh, the review just titled one star. Mm-hmm. Don't like the figure because it doesn't fit in most places without lube. Not what? a good purchase. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I don't know. Unless he's saying like, it can't stand without like gluing it down. Like, Oh, come on. That, but, I'm not getting that at all. I'm getting something no, else. No, exactly. That's like, yeah. This guy's got a wife and... Sort of. He's got a wife and kid. It, are they, do they know about this as well? As well? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Freaking hell, this eh? Is, oh my god, that's why. And that, that's why I was like, I have to just talk about all of these, just because it's like the, the Moon Knight one was insane itself, but these other two are just like, wow. oh my god. That Moon Knight one was just the uh, the door that just opened yeah, it up. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. He, well, we know he loves his technology, but we just we know he. It's not fan of the the legends figures unless they're able to be lubed up properly. I, I don't understand. It's uh, yeah, I yeah. Don't know. fantastic. Uh, Clay, I don't, Clay I don't know if he bought other ones. Like I, I'm just curious. Like what else has he bought? Has he bought other characters that he just didn't review? Do the other ones do go in places and like they don't need lube? Like I'm, what's I'm, the deal? So. I, in a very strange turn of events, I'm trying to think of <laughs> figures that. <laughs> you know that can be <laughs> lubed up and shaped appropriately. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Anyway, um, I think we should just end there. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah. Okay. Clay, fantastic. We've got to get him on the show. <laughs> See, he's the next. He's the next. Get some help. <laughs> Jeez. Go see Doctor Emmett in the asylum or something. <laughs> uh, Josh, I think I think we've we've got to continue this investigation as a whole I'd, I'd love to do this again maybe look at look at some more volumes or maybe you know even even if it goes beyond and maybe other i don't know trades that moon knight's in uh this has been pretty pretty fun so uh no great yeah. idea and uh and i'm glad that you you bloody ended on that one i think you you've, you certainly have got the more humorous reviews out of this so uh no great stuff well, that's why I said the insane ones, the funniest ones, because because some are like, oh, well, I didn't really like this and whatever. It's like, okay, yeah. I, I can see that. But it's like, well, uh, this this character all, that, that's an all white is racist, and I read this and it want to blow my brains. <laughs> like that's the fun shit to read. I know. I'm gonna have to like, when, you know, when we do this again, I'm gonna have to do a bit more like proper research and just really find them. You know, I thought like, you know, just by going into the one or two stars, you know, we get some hot gems, but um, you've certainly found the better ones for sure. <laughs> uh, so a huge thank you, Josh. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, it's been a hoot. Uh, thank you for also earlier in the week as well. Uh, we had a really good chat about Moon Knight art. So, uh, yeah, really good. Really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I'm glad to be back on. Oh, it's, been, it's been a long time since I've got to jump on it, but it's been... Yeah. Been a blast. No, absolutely. No, we've got to have you, got to have you for more. Uh, these are good ideas. So, um, yeah, I'll d- definitely be like, dropping you a line. Um, you know, in the in the in the episodes to come. Uh, next phase, loonies, will be our big episode 190. So we're back to our idle chat early in the week, uh, and this set topic. I don't know. I'm trying to make it kind of connected to uh, the phase of the moon, which occurs later. Uh, Looking at the animated Fisticonchi, the animated Moon Knight. Going to have a chat about that. 
just got to nut out some guests and such. Um, but yeah, it should be a good one. Uh, that topic may even change as well. <laughs> things are, things uh, fluctuate here depending. Uh, but yeah, we'll be doing that. Uh, as mentioned at the top of the show, Patreon page, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash ITK Moon Knight, please check out the incentives and the bonuses there. As mentioned, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I throw questions here and there as well on there um, just to try to get feedback and, and see what people kind of like. So, yeah, you can have a say, you can you can vote on stuff uh, as well as kind of get extra audio content. Uh, as mentioned as well, a big thank you to Hello Headphones. If you use the, the code ITK Moon Knight, you'll get 10% off their online store. Go get yourself some headphones. Or Dreamland Comics, if you use the code Moon, you get 20% off their store. So back issues, baby. Um, Josh, it seems like you're, you're kind of... Uh, you've got yourself sorted with back issues with bargain bins, so I'm not sure if that will help you, but for those out there... I have way too many comics as is. (laughs) (laughs) And especially now, because now uh, I recently just got my driver's license, so now I can drive wherever. So, like, in the past, like, month, now I've gone to, like, all, like, my hotspots of, like, my my regular stores, some other collectibles place, and San Antique stores and whatever, so... At this point, I've basically dried everything up for a while, so I'm good for a little while. Yeah. Back issues. <laughs> oh, big congrats as well. I saw, I saw you posted that up. All right, you got the wheels. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go, yesterday, actually. Yeah, it can go anywhere. Um, or, sorry. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, uh, yesterday, as in as the oh. time of recording, but not yesterday yes. as the time of this coming out. <laughs> I know for sure, for sure. Um, true. Uh, also, maybe Clay, that fantastic reviewer, can take heed. Uh, we are affiliate members of Entertainment Earth, so for all your action figure needs, um, <laughs> lube excluded, uh, <laughs> just click the links on the on the show notes. That will take you to the store, and you can buy yourself a nice a nice uh, black Spider-Man there, um, or your jackal. Uh, as well, we are part of the collective, so a band of uh, like-minded podcasters, a, a, a treasure trove of great episodes, uh, great shows out there, so please check it out. Loonies, I urge you, the likes of We Are Venomaniacs, a Venom podcast, that can be character-based like that, or um, Sons of the Dragon, an Immortal Iron Fist podcast, or you get like just more geek culture-based stuff like Signal of Doom or Capes and Lunatics. It's all very good. Go check them out. Uh, finally, you can find us on email at itkmoonnight at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal. We've got a website as well as uh, we're on Podchaser. So you can you can contact us through any of those means. Always keen to have a chat. Always keen to, to talk Moon Knight. Um, yeah, and uh, finally, if you want to give a, a rating, that would be great. Uh, Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, that would really help to expand the show, get us out there. Uh, just, yeah, again, please refrain from, <laughs> from from talking about weird stuff like clay in your reviews. Uh, a, a simple rating is, is well enough. Um, a big thank you once again, Josh. It's been a hoot. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to get you back on again. We can talk about more stuff. Maybe Maybe one of these days, another comic book review as well. <laughs> yeah we'll definitely have to do more of these reviews it's really really fun yeah for sure and as always loonies may you watch over the denizens of the night enjoy your weekend see you later moon knight and affiliated characters stories and events are properties of marvel characters incorporated Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. 
The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.